And welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Free coming alive from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here Monday through Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you. That's how it works. That's a sincere thank you. I mean that thank you every episode. You know why? Because there's no billboard out there. There's no commercial for the J Train podcast. There's no network. I'm not even on a network. This is a this is a ship in the middle of the ocean, and you guys are out there spreading the good word of J Train, singing the song. So I am so happy that you guys enjoy the show as much as I enjoy doing it. So thank you. But this is also now let me turn it around. You've gotten your thank you. Now let me encourage you. If you just got to thank you for not doing shit, you got to start spreading the word. You got to start telling people. Make it your Instagram story. Ooh, when you make it your Instagram story, that feels, it feels like I just opened a Diet Coke because I don't drink Coca-Cola because I am not obese. Uh, so I, it's like I j- just opened a Diet Coke right under my balls. That's what it feels like. It feels like I went, and then the little little sizzlies came up and just kissed my nuts. That's what it feels like every time I see that you made your Instagram story, you told a friend, you let people know. It's a very, and also I get that feeling. I get that Diet Coke sizzly feeling. When you tag someone in the videos, every episode I am putting up a video on my Instagram with the guest. So I want you guys, and we're answering a question, giving people a taste. I'm putting out the cheese. You got to bring me some mice. Do we get it? Very excited about today's guest. He is back again. Very excited. An OKP, original key player. He is on Instagram. He is doing his own show, which I have already been a part of, and it is a fantastic time. Uh, it is called Unpopular Opinions. It's every Tuesday and Thursday. Give it up for Dave Temple. Dave, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much, man, for the intro, everything. I always love watching you start <laughs> off a show. I-, I love watching you just flip that switch. <laughs> I, I want to get people hyped into it. I understand that, you know, when we come in, hey, you know, we have this little kind of a pre-talk. Oh, yeah. And then it's like, it's showtime. We got to put yeah. the show on. We got to start marching, you know, you know, get out the uh, get out the band instruments and start. I you know. love it. Yeah. People think I'm ridiculous that I yell into my life and I'm like, get excited. Like, yes. who's not going to listen to somebody <laughs> who's yelling? Right. I, I, and also the other thing is like the, the podcasts already exist and are already very popular where it's like. A guy sipping a coffee like <laughs> like you just hear for an hour and he's like yeah. and 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 the and <laughs> and the blackbird sings you yeah, know like it's I'm all not, like this we're like, not doing we're not doing ASMR here okay no <laughs> if you want that there's plenty of YouTube videos and listen I, I I am very excited to have you back Dave everyone needs to go follow you Super funny comic. You guys are going to love what he does. At I'm Dave Temple. At I'm Dave Temple. I want you to explain. I like what you're doing. I like the the format because, you know, the IG Live thing, I am guilty of it. I'm sure you're guilty of it. it, it, it IG Live produces haters. 
I think, because people see go, you know, they see their friend with 200 followers going live and they're like, um, and they're not making eye contact with the camera. And like, so everyone has this assumption of IG live not being like a produced thing. And what I love about your show is you're like Tuesdays and Thursdays, I keep it moving. I get a few guests and I give them kind of like, explain the show because I, I, I like what you're doing. Yeah, basically... So it started off, we were doing this as a stand-up show. You know what I mean? Mm. And we were doing this at different venues. And then when COVID happened, we were like, okay, let's take it online to keep it going so that it doesn't die. But it started off as a concept where it was like, we just wanted, we were tired of people getting in trouble mm-hmm. for saying something messed up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the theory was give someone a platform to say something messed up and then explain a little bit about who they are and where they came from. You know sure. what I mean? That way you can, if you hear something with a bit more context, you might go, well, that kind of makes sense. Well, <laughs> then it kind of just got fun where, mm-hmm. you know, like when guys like you come on and, you know, you're, you're not exactly like a person that's saying anything messed up where you need to explain yourself. <laughs> Your unpopular sure. opinions are just hilarious. You know what I mean? So people began to fall in line where when they saw like your clip or some other clips that are out there, they don't they don't feel the need to try to get political or, or get something that's morally thing. It's just like, oh, here's an idea that I have that's unpopular and boom, let's let's talk about it. Let's hash it out, you know? Dude, I mean I, we I, went we went for half an hour on mayonnaise. We who knew mayonnaise was so <laughs> so polarizing. You yeah, know what I mean? you never uh, listen, man, on 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 the You Up podcast, there's this uh the other podcast I do, there's a whole debate about drinking milk with dinner. And it's oh. like, you <laughs> see, <laughs> see, I didn't know that people had such strong opinions and like that. And, and kind of to go back to what you said, like for a pan, I think there's this like assumption of stand, like I think comedy because of the people who have been canceled and what they've been canceled for, there's this assumption that all us comedians are out there trying to like, you know, say the most fucked up shit ever. And it's like, no, we're trying to say, here's a here's a angle that I'm co- like I came on and talked about weddings and how I I want there to be a continuous uh, cocktail hour. Like I want continuous hors d'oeuvres throughout the wedding pass yeah. around. That was my unpopular opinion. Listen, that's not the, that's not offensive. That's also like not to say that like a sit down dinner at a wedding is like an evil thing to do it's also not (laughs) it's it's also not to say that my unpopular opinion is one that people are like whoa taking down the wedding people it's like no this is just something i've always thought would be a good idea and maybe people would come to my side of the aisle on it but i think what i love about it is like when you give people like we do a thing i do a thing on patreon uh, called the luxury lounge. So mm-hmm. I think when you give the roof of, hey, you're coming here for the unpopular opinion. Yes. It, it, you, you're already starting from a place of like, hear me out. I'm not, you know, like I, I, exactly. I think that's. I, I actually think stand up comedy is more. Here's my opinion. Now hear me out. And a lot of times, they only get the opinion part, and then they don't get the hear me out part where there's a implicit understanding that you are saying something that's counterintuitive or a little bit wrong, a little bit messy. Right. Right. You know? And I react to it, but I also control my reaction or take back mm-hmm. my reaction and still give 
the venter, I guess we'll call it, because yeah, you can't even call it comics because sure. everyone's not a comic. But I give them that person the opportunity to speak. And, e- you know, either they win me over or even if they don't win me over, I go, huh, OK, that makes sense. And at least yeah. the viewers can see someone actually take in an idea that they never heard before and that they disagree mm-hmm. with and go, oh, OK, we heard them out. Yeah. Hey, everybody, check them out. Go follow them. Let us know if whether you agree or disagree. But, it, 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 you know, it's OK to disagree. And the theme of the show is just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. You just yeah. haven't been exposed to that point of view. And that's my little small park pocket of the Internet that I'm hoping to grow. You know, I I think it's great. And I love that it and I think like back to the thing I was saying about IG Live where like people have this assumption like you're doing a produced thing like yeah. you, you know you gave me the time to be there and then they were like I went off the I went off of IG live next person came up next person yeah. and I I think like the problem people have with IG live is sometimes you'll show up in there and the person's just like like did you even think that like <laughs> this like well, this was gonna like something was gonna happen here like did oh, you yeah, have a, yeah. did you have a plan no, nah, we figured out a whole great a whole thing. We also play this great game that I came up with that kind of eases it in case it's tension. But we close it out with this game called Digger Daughter, where I can pull up pictures on the IG Live. So my picture gets small, and then uh, you can, I pull up a picture of an old man and a young woman. Okay. And the crowd, as well as the guests at the time, has to guess, is this a gold digger or is this guy's daughter? You know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah, the we're game, using the platform. The game we've all played with our friends inside of our own minds. I yes. love it. So I, I think everyone here that listens to this show is in favor of that because in favor of, you know, unpopular opinions because again we're gonna get to the emails jtrainpodcast at gmail.com the the point of like i mean this is also on brand with the the emails that we get you've done this show before you know these emails are you know a lot of times icky and and the answers to them are icky and the truth is icky so like you know this is in the same vein so if you love this show you're going to love what Dave is doing. Go to at I'm Dave Teppel on Instagram. Go right now. Go immediately. Also, in the description of this episode is a link that will take you directly to my episode of Dave's uh, IG Live show. So I kind of think of that as like a a nice bridge, an appetizer, a, a, yeah. a, a pass around hors d'oeuvre, if you will, into the world of Dave, into the world of Dave That's Temple. That's why we don't do wedding dinner, because you can That's pass right. it around just like I that. I don't want to be sitting. I want to be dancing. I want to be standing the whole time, and I want those hors d'oeuvres to be switched. You'll see. Go go and check out my episode. Also about IG Live now is the episodes, they stay up there. Yeah. They stay yeah, 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 in your yeah. IGTV. So, you know, Zoom and all this stuff is great. I'm not technologically inclined. I'm a one-man show. You know no, what I mean? It, so it kind of allows me to remove the technology aspect of learning everything until, you know, I get some more people on board. I, I was so happy to do it. Had so much fun. And I am telling everyone, at I'm Dave Temple. Also, go to Dave's website, DaveTempleComedy.com. That's DaveTempleComedy.com. It'll all be in the description. And Unpopular Opinions is every Tuesday and Thursday. Every Tuesday go, Thursday. go, go. Get involved. You ready for some emails? Let's do it. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Reddit Rendezvous. Are you familiar with the Reddit world? Because I am not particularly. 
I, some people tried to put me onto it and uh, I went in there, I started posting my own stuff and they were like, you can't do that. And I'm like, oh, okay. I, I don't know how to work this thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you. So I have been with my boyfriend for a little over a year now and we have a great relationship. I hmm. recently began to realize how much porn he actually watches. Quarantine helped us really get to know each other more, LOL. And this past weekend, I drunkenly found myself going through his phone while he was asleep. I know, red flag for sure. I'm talking one eye open, kind of drunk. I found that he has been Snapchatting a quote-unquote porn star from Reddit, and she sends him nude photos, and they schedule times for IM. Not sure what, what, but I'm assuming for a FaceTime sex date. And it does seem like he pays her. He told her she is one of the sexiest women he's ever seen. She writes in parentheses, cue me throwing up internally. I was devastated seeing this and confronted him immediately, and he told me she's from Reddit. I accused him of emotionally cheating on me. We were both drunk, and it was in the middle of the night, and before it escalated more, we went to bed. The next morning, I decided to act like I didn't remember, and I have been extra sweet knowing I have this information and wanted to see if he would bring it up. Well, he didn't, so he's probably assuming I blacked out and don't remember or maybe dreamt it. Or maybe he dreamt it. So now I'm left wondering, how do I go forward with this? I respect his sexuality, and I know this wasn't meant for my eyes to see, but it hurts me that he's actually talking to some random woman across the world to get off, and, he doesn't, and, and it doesn't sit right with me, and I would rather him be open with me about it. I'm really struggling and hurt. I would appreciate your guidance on going forward. Should I ignore it and move on? Because I can, LOL, but feel like this is a breach in our respect or each, uh, uh, for each other and probs need to address it. Do I just accept that men are literally dogs and this is just part of being a man? Thank you. Not a porn star from Reddit, but shit, should I be? Dave Temple, hmm. what do you think? You know what? It's funny. I was listening to this with a lot of judgment at first, but then I thought about it as we got to the end of this thing, and mm. I go, this is probably the best thing that ever could have happened to this young lady. Okay? Okay. okay. I didn't All see right. you going this. Sure. You, Let's hear it. <laughs> you are now privy to the perversion of men. All right? Okay. And that perversion is him trying to tame the sexual beast that is a man. Okay? So, okay. If it's coming out in the form of going back and forth with a girl via Reddit and just some some text and maybe a few IM messages here and there, that is you're you're golden. You don't have to worry about being cheated on. Mm. You don't have to worry about you know with this guy bringing home any diseases, any mm -hmm. babies, any reckless decisions. His perversion is contained to. So, so you, I, I yeah I understand what you're saying. So you're saying this is. This is con consider this medicine for his issue with get it. You're, this is what you're yeah. saying. This is I, like if you had a guy who goes in the basement and hits the heavy bag. Clearly, this guy's got a problem, right? And yeah, you well, can be happy <laughs> that he's hitting the heavy bag in the garage as opposed to out in the world. You know what I mean? Hitting people, trying to hit people. I I I understand the point of view and I I appreciate it. I think my issue. I think like. That would be my – I think what, what you're saying would be my response to, like, generally whacking off to porn or maybe a specific brand of porn. I think the minute you start making appointments with one specific person uh -huh. is the minute you've made it too personal. 
Like, I, I think she wrote something in her email that is actually interesting. Like, we are in this, like, you know, you know, going back to, like, unpopular opinions and people getting offended in, in your show. But to go back to that, we're in this, like, world of, like, I don't want to shame anybody. I want to be – I want to – and she wrote in her email, I want to respect his sexuality. I don't think – Getting to know someone else from Reddit is part of someone's sexuality. <laughs> like, but this may have been going on before her. Like, have you ever have you ever been dealing? You ever been dating, and you you kind of playing the field, and you meet mm. somebody, and it's eh, and then you meet somebody else, and it's good, but you didn't fully cut everything off over here. Well, and that's like kind of the gray area of the beginning right. of most relationships. It's like right. you, you're, you're, you have people that are kind of you've been texting, but kind of weaning off. And then someone becomes more serious and there becomes a point. But I mean, in that scenario, there becomes a point where you have to like grow up from that world. Like part of like getting in a relationship is growing up from the past relationships, whether they're Reddit people or not. I I. I like that you're taking his side. That's all uh, I do. I, I, cause because I, I'm saying, I, if they're at the drunken passing out phase of their relationship, mm. clearly they're having fun together when he's with her. So he hasn't he hasn't had time to clean up everything. He hasn't had sure. time to so, get all that stuff fixed but up. Th- that being said, and I agree with that, Like I think there's retribution for most people. Um, so I think like in this situation, she says, should I ignore it? I don't think this can be ignored. You've seen what you've seen. I think you have to say to him and you have to say to him exactly what you write to me. I'm really struggling and hurt. And I think, I think the difference, I, I, it's, it's interesting that she's like, I want to respect his sexuality. Like, I think it's okay to respect someone who like goes online and watches porn where it's a, uh, where you're not breaking the fourth wall. Like this guy is break, you know, like now he's like, it's, it's one thing to like whack off to your, you know, to like your favorite movie scene. It's yeah. another thing to like find that actress and develop some sort of relationship. <laughs> and the actress is like, Hey, uh, the, this time's going to cost you, you know, a hundred bucks an hour. And, and then like, I, you can't unsee what you saw first of all, and you can't tell someone how to feel. So I think she needs to go to this guy and say, Hey, like porn is one thing. This is a step beyond for me. If this is a relationship that you want to continue, I can't be with you. I, I I would understand if she was like, I can't be dating, like sharing a piece of you with someone else. It's one thing, you know, like if she's your type and you go find, and it, I think it would be different. Like this, this person writing in seems pretty reasonable. Like I think if she had gone on the phone and was like, saw that he looked at a bunch of different porn and it was one type, maybe she'd be like, oh, so that's what he likes. But it wouldn't be like, I, I don't think sh- I don't think that would be fair to be like, look at what you like. I think it's more fair f- that she's like, hey, you're you're legitimately talking to someone. And and whether this could happen or not, may you know, also the the opportunity for it to go further isn't even there for him. What if one day his favorite Reddit porn star is like, hey, uh, stop paying me. You know, like it turns into like uh, like a pretty woman thing. Like yeah. what if she's like, "Let I actually, I, 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 no one's like, what if she said to him, this is, this is my thing and why I'm taking the emailer's side to like 
bring it up and this is a serious issue. And I do, I understand what you're saying. I, I do understand. But here's the part where it doesn't fit for me is where he writes, she goes, I saw, um, and it does seem like he pays her. He told her she is one of the sexiest women he's ever seen. What if this woman was like, you know, no one's ever said that to me. <laughs> Why don't we do dinner this week? Like, you know what I mean? Like he's at that point, he's like leaving that option open. Like, yeah. he's, you know, like that's where I go, you know, and, and I'm not saying that specific line to her is what pushes me over edge. I'm just saying when you're in this situation, you're going an extra step that allows for extra steps that, you know, that you're kind of like what I would feel like as the partner. I was like, Oh, I guess you settle for me in reality and you get to fantasy fantasy land with this person. Yeah. But that's, that's what fantasy is. I mean, reality, I, I know. come on, let's, let's be honest. Reality is always a bit of settling. <laughs> you know, like reality, yeah. <laughs> you can, you can truly love, like there's love. And then there's like, you know, fantasy love. We know fan- real love is nothing that we thought it was going to be from a Disney movie or anything. If you've ever yeah, really been that- in love, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I don't think it's wrong to have a fantasy outside or, or, or to support that. I get it. That's a different level of thinking. But I do want to say this, like, and, and I, I agree that she should definitely talk to him. Uh, I would suggest you're going to have to recreate the scenario. I don't know how okay. much time has gone past since she did the whole, oh, I don't remember what happened. You know what I mean? But you can't just pop up one day and go, hey, do you remember that time a few weeks ago when we were drunk and I looked at you? Because now okay. you're going to seem crazy. You know, <laughs> so unfortunately, you're going to have to stage another I'm going through your phone. And <laughs> I, I don't know about that. I I <laughs> I think she should just go. I, I, it is. I don't think she's crazy for feeling hurt, and I think I don't she think could so go, either. She but could I'm go just to saying, him. Well, that presentation could, of coming back a couple weeks later to be like, "Hey, do you remember mm. that time a week or two ago where I went well, through your phone and didn't say anything?" Well, I, I, I think the one thing I, I, I agree with you. Where it, here's where it gets annoying from the. It, if they're fighting about dishes and then she goes, and you're on Reddit, I saw it. <laughs> That's not a, he's already in the defensive mode about dishes. Yeah. I think the best way to go to him is go, hey, I just want to sit you down. I'm really hurt. I think we can get beyond this, but I think we have to figure out a plan for us both to be happy. And listen, I understand porn is a relief and not, you're not doing it instead of me, but this is a step beyond mm-hmm. that. I am not going to be able to, you know, I'm not going to yeah. share you in this way. I, I think that's an okay conversation. And, uh, and be direct with that. I would tell, I would suggest figure out what your objective is that you want yeah. going into this conversation. If you want the behavior to stop, then focus on that. Like, Hey, look for us to keep going forward. I need this to stop. Yeah. But don't focus on asking the person why they do it. If the end result is I just want it to stop because you're going to unpack more in the why that's going to leave you so far from getting to I just need this to stop. I think that's great advice because that turns into like a therapy conversation that you're not really equipped to handle. Like, you know, like we know the why, you know, we you and I have an idea of the why of like fantasy and lust. But it's also like one of those unexplainable things where you're like, 
ugh, I don't even know how to say this to someone I love or I'm in, or I'm liking that much. We are sponsored people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Postmates. With everyone stuck at home and every day feeling just like the last, if you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I'm thinking about dinner during breakfast. I'm thinking about dinner while I'm having dinner the day before. I'm thinking I I I'm I, I agree. I love food and that's why I love using Postmates. But I kind of love them even more right now because I can get food delivered without leaving the house or even opening the door. That's right. Given what's going on in the world, they created non-contact deliveries. So now when I order from local restaurants, everything gets left right outside my door. They also have Postmates Pickup, which I have been using to order takeout from my favorite local restaurants. Those mom and pop shops you love need your support now and using Postmates helps. In these times, it's no longer about burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier by picking up everything I need from Walgreens and 7-Eleven and dropping it off outside my door. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. I gotta say, I love what Postmates is doing. Postmates uh, can alleviate a lot of stress in your life, and this offer is unbelievable. This, if you're if you're if if you if you're listening right now, just listen to this offer. A limited time. Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days to start your free deliveries. Download the app and use code JTRAIN. That's code JTRAIN for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. This, I mean, that's $100 free dollars. You're welcome. JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com. JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com here with dave temple at i'm dave temple go follow unpopular opinions tuesdays and thursdays the link in the bio is gonna take you right to my episode okay what do i do about this boy could he be a real friend Jared, longtime listener, I've done all the things. Thank you for your daily quarantine pause. They've saved me. I have a situation. I was studying in Paris from 2019 until late March 2020. September 2019 to March 2020 when I had to come back home to Mexico to quarantine. This is an international email. Hmm. I met a guy while in Paris through the apps back in December. We had been seeing each other casually but consistently until... uh, casually but consistently until covid hit we would meet up at least once a week sleepovers dinners and dates still seeing each other uh, seeing other people and getting to know each other he is now in malai where his family is now the thing is we kept in contact until may texts and phone calls until i decided to cut it off i didn't want to try and go further not knowing when we would see each other again the fact that i was beginning to want more know more about his life and go a bit deeper played into it as well the conversation felt a bit stale on the phone so i called and told him i thought it was best if we stopped talking later he te- he texted me saying his uh Later, he texted me his piece attached below, and that was it. We didn't communicate until last week when he reached out. We talked. So, let me read his piece. The his first piece. image okay. right after we stopped ta- ta- uh, in May. Okay, so the first image. Hola. 
<laughs> I was a bit sleepy this morning, haha, but I'm glad you called me because I knew at some point there's no future from the moment you told me your classes end in May, but I was scared to hurt your feelings. But anyways, I'm glad I met you. You're a good girl and I like you. I enjoyed every moment we spent together and honestly, I wish you well and we can still be friends. And she writes, me too, of course. Okay, so that seems like a good enough ending message to me. Yeah. Uh, okay, now... Okay, so I called and told him I thought it was best attached below, and that was it. We didn't communicate until last week when he reached out. We talked for a bit, and it felt nice. I've attached the last uh, of that text exchange below. Truth is, I fucking miss you. I, if I could rewind the time to spend more time with you, I would have. She writes, oh, fuck, yeah, I thought of that too. Honestly, I miss you too. I mean, we didn't know each how everything was going to go down. It's kind of shitty, but I'm just glad for everything. I don't know if that makes sense. Ha ha. And he writes, yeah, me too. It does. Ha ha. Okay, so that's their last text. Uh, now I find myself wanting to reach out, but haven't. I didn't feel fair to do so without really knowing what I want. So I would like to build a relationship, but I wonder if it'll be better to let it be and reach out when I find myself in his city again. Let it die rather than maybe make a mess. Could we eventually be friends? Should I let it go? I don't want to force anything. I feel I should also consider that he's his parents now, not working or in normal life. So him reaching out might just be because I'm the last girl he's been with. We're familiar. Mm. Maybe when he goes back soon, he'll be busier and meeting people and I'll still be confined. I don't want to be in a position to feel that shift, but if I approach it like friendship, just getting to know the person, I don't think I would take it like that at all. Uh, I disagree. I, as I wrote this, I just got more confused. I would really appreciate an outside perspective. We are young. I'm 19 and I'm a student and he's 22 and working. P.S. I've written in once before and you and your guests were so kind with my email. Thank you. Hearing myself was the most embarrassing, but your guys advice uh, helped me move on. I'm attaching our Insta handles. So we don't need the Insta handle, but what do you think of this situation? The fact that she's 19 and he's 22 does yeah, play that, into this for me. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to say at 19, 22, stay away. You're, yeah. You guys are hot for each other. It, mm -hmm. It's a burning thing. And that could lead to something really permanent. Like, because the next time you guys get together, you're because there's already like you kind of know each other. You're going to let that flame yeah. really burn. You know what I mean? And, and then it's going to be harder to separate, even though you guys both know the odds are stacked against you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I can, you know, it's funny finding out that she's 19 and he's 22. It makes more sense after the, it makes more, the, the texts make more sense. Like the texts kind of read like they're a, uh, like a teen, Netflix movie yep, like yep. it, it kind of you know like oh if we just could have been and, and like it's like you said like you know everything's so much more romantic at that age everything's so much more like it's your first love you met in Paris you had to come home the world took us away from each other but you get older and what you realize is like realistic isn't as romantic as 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 you can write it out <laughs> so yeah. you know what I mean like I, I read their text and I'm like man this is this is like uh, one of those – I'm trying to think of the name of a Netflix movie that's like this, but it, it does feel like the the movie version of life that I get – as I get older, I get farther away from. I get more cynical. So I agree with you. I think right now, like I do think he's texting her because he's got nothing to do. Yeah. I do think, um, I do think she should move on. I think the idea of Friends – 
the way she wrote it is very interesting to me because she write, uh, I would like to build a relationship, but I wonder if I'll let, uh, if it'll be better to let it be and reach out when and if my, uh, I see myself in city again. Let it die rather than make a mess. Could we eventually be friends? Should I let it go? I don't want to force anything. And then maybe when I get, uh, I don't want to be in a position to feel that shift. And then she says, but if I'm a friend, I won't feel the shift. She's like, if I, I mean, she writes, I'm the last girl he's been with. We're familiar. Maybe when he goes back, gets back, goes back soon, he'll be busier meeting people and I'll still be confined. I don't want to feel that shift, be in a position to feel that shift. But if I approach like friendship, I just, uh, just getting to know the person. I don't think I would take it like that at all. I think you will take it that all. I think if you dress yourself in the disguise of friendship, you end up getting more annoyed at the person. You end up feeling the shift more because the other person can always go, well, we're just friends. That's, I don't owe you when you're, when you're coming at it romantically, you, that's why ghosting is so hurtful because it's like, Oh, that person is running away from dating me, (laughs) you know, like as opposed to like friendship, you know, I don't have to text my friends back. I can, if I don't text my friends back, they're not offended when I write back, Hey, just saw this or hey, just getting back to you. Like that's right. a friendship because we're friends. When it's romantic right. or if you're hiding as a friend, quote unquote, you almost like can't answer to those. You you're not you feel you're not in a position to like defend yourself from like, hey, you didn't get back from my text. If you're gonna be romantic with me, I would expect that. Yeah. You know? And you're you're as a man and men know how it sucks to be put in the friend zone. Yeah. I would tell you never put yourself in the friend zone. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be, when you put yourself in the friend zone, you think it's a smart way because you're like, oh, like now we'll get to know each other. And it's like, no, 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 no. You're getting to know each other as a different audience. Like you're a different connection. So they, so now you get angry when they don't treat you like a romantic partner and they treat you as a friend. And it's like you have no excuse at that point. Yeah. You're, you, so now you're in a position where you can't even argue with the person. And that and yeah. that kind of sucks, right? Yeah, yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. So this is interesting because it's on the subject of the first email. Guys following tons of women on IG. Mm-hmm. We're here with Dave Temple at I'm Dave Temple. Go follow, go follow. Jared, could you address all the women followers, people, uh, can you address all of the women followers, people, guys follow? Okay, this sentence sucks. Let me just. <laughs> Can you address the women guys follow on IG? Why do guys follow so many women? And it doesn't even seem like IG models, just regular everyday women. Are these people they match with on the dating apps that are potentially interested in talking to, used to talk to? How does it all work? I find it interesting also that the women are usually concentrated in the metro area the guy is located in. (laughs) I follow very few men as a hetero woman. I just find it strange. It's probably something as basic as because they think they're hot, right? Pretty much. Um, Also, I feel a bit jealous, self-conscious of these women. Should I? In the, uh, if in theory these guys, the guys follow them because they're hot, that that does mean they would potentially sleep with them over me, right? Uh, I wouldn't get into that. And two, I know the solution is just to stop looking at the followers and give the guys a chance. LOL, logic escapes me sometimes. Uh, so what do you think? 
Yeah, um, they definitely do not be jealous. Uh, any Instagram, I actually learned this from uh, Nick Cannon. Okay. Nick Cannon said, if a girl has more than 10,000 followers, he will mm. not engage with her at all. Okay, why is that? Uh, they're my, they're because they have For, an audience that they need to feed constantly. Okay, okay. So a girl that has more than 10,000 followers, she's an influencer. She's a public figure, and well, she needs to be focused on that and engaging with that crowd all the time. So you're saying, and, and so the, the idea being that the minute you get over a certain number is the minute you go from a personal account to a business account. Well, not even necessarily just the type of account it is, but it's the mentality of a woman that has a following. Mm -hmm. A woman that has a following, she has to engage with that. She has to flirt be, with that. She has to nice. give right. She has to give off the vibe that she is accessible and achievable. What even well, if she's not? Well, this uh, you're saying this for just like the everyday person that isn't. Like if they're what if they're like I mean this doesn't this isn't the same for like a woman food influencer like if it's just is he saying this about any is it's got to be different he's saying it about anybody because it's just basically you can know like dating now dating anyone that has a good following on Instagram that's mm. that's like the '90s version of dating a woman with kids you know what I mean okay. it's like you're you're never gonna come first that following comes first. So okay. I would say don't be jealous of a guy looking at girls because even if he gets it, he's going to find out this isn't what he wants. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I, I think this is like I, I understand her email and it I, I understand her confusion because if you look at like, you know, like there's there's a lot of women on IG that just have. 3,000 followers for no apparent reason other than they're beautiful women. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it, you know, like it's not like they're like putting up, you know, makeup tips or they're putting, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. and sometimes it turns into this, turns into like they get to like a certain amount. They're like, well, now I do fitness stuff. But it's start like, and, and what what's interesting is like, hot women are followed by other hot women too. Like, yeah. like my girlfriend will follow certain accounts cause she loves their style. I don't follow hot dudes cause I like their style. <laughs> like there are hot dudes. And, and it's just, it, this is in the way where like, you know, I remember I always wanted to do, um, when I was in college, I was like thinking, I was like, I had this idea for like a gym. And the idea was that you could, it would be like men only and you take a class and you could walk in and like choose your fitness program and then you could walk like a menu and you could, pay. I, I basically, I remember having the early, I, the early thoughts of what like a group fitness class would be. Like uh -huh. I, I, like, like Barry's boot camp is a version of this where like you go on Monday for legs. You go on Tuesday for arms. You and like so. I remember I was in college and I actually told this like a similar idea of like why isn't there a gym where you can just like go in and they're training that one thing the whole day so you never have to think about. And oh, I remember. Oh, okay. And I mine looked more like McDonald's than like yeah. a hot group fitness yeah. class. Yeah, yeah. But I remember like you know when I told the idea to my dad, my dad was like, "Men go to the gym to to look at women too." 
Like it's yeah. not just men don't just go to the gym to get in shape. They're going there to interact and see other women who are also. And I'm like, you know, that's an icky truth to life where it's like all and it's like kind of the icky truth to what she's looking for in this email where it's like, yes, men are following women around their area. They're seeing it as an opportunity. Like guys go to bars where there are women in there. That's why yeah. there's ladies night. You know, that's mm-hmm. that, there's there's no dudes night because women can go to bars and hang out with each other and be just fine. Yeah. If I, it, it, you know, there's that, there's that's why it's called a sausage party. You know, like and like all of these icky realities exist everywhere. And, you know, it, it, I know someone could be listening to this being like, oh, so my boyfriend follows the girl with 2000 or the girl with 2000 follow. And, you know, it's like. It's like, yeah, he's following that girl because at one point when he was like, this is a way for me to get in front of this woman to maybe try and pursue her. And mm-hmm. when it didn't work out, now it's just leads into that other land of lust and and just like fantasy because yeah. it's like that's not, you know, that uh, because what these apps, the dating apps oftentimes give people the ability to do is to be lazy daters. Yeah. So it's like. You know, like, so you're like, well, did they meet on the dating apps? Yeah, they might have met these girls on dating apps and then just not wanted to have anything else but to just be able to look at them. And that's like crazy, but it's also the truth. And I don't think a lot of women, I think a lot of women write in here like they're like, what? And you're like, yeah, I I don't know how else to explain. That's what technology has done. Technology has kind of cleaned up some of our icky behavior. You know what it, I mean? It, Where it, it's given it, it you, we, I agree. It's it's technology kind of gives us this like blissful naivete to be right. icky. You can be like, oh, I just met her on a dating app and we fizzled out. And it's like, no, dude, you're following because you think she's hot and you just want to look at her whenever you can. Right. Right. You know, <laughs> you know, one of the unpopular opinions that we have is that digital like any kind of dating apps is just digital catcalling. That's it. Yeah, we're you're not right. allowed to cat calls, but you know, when you go on an app, that's all you're doing. Hey, you want to have sex with me? Hey, 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 you look pretty, you know. Sure, and 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 and, and digital cat calling kind of takes on different different versions, like the sending a fire emoji as a response to someone's IG story is a version of <laughs> digital cat calling. You know, it's funny that that hit right here because I do that. <laughs> Yeah, but you're not doing that. <laughs> like, but I definitely do it to to be different. Like on some, I don't want to send the heart emoji or sure. the, you know what but I mean. But fire like, is in that land of like, just letting you know I'm seeing. And if you want to take, <laughs> and and a lot of guys are operating, and this kind of goes back to the first email where he says you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. That's not technically cheating, but that's him letting her pull at the rope she that's why I, that's why to go back to that email i'm like yeah that's a guy who's letting her make the decision to make this a non-paid interaction interaction in this yeah, in the yeah. same way that like sending that fire emoji is going you you kind of have like this defense that's built in and the defense being like yeah i was just oh, saying the picture was hot i thought the picture was dope what are you talking exa- about ex- ah. exa- exactly <laughs> and this is like back to the icky reality so that's why it's like you know it's interesting like especially with what's going on right now with like the social movements that are happening you, you have these dudes with like 
no avatar responding to women who are like putting up like, you know, powerful like quotes and stuff and they're trying to be a part of it and they're like, what the fuck? You know, like they're like, <laughs> I was here for I was here for the bathing suits. And you're like, dude, you just fucking outed yourself. Like, just shut the fuck up, you know? Like <laughs> But all right, and I, I don't want to get too far off topic, but I do think that that is a funny thing because, like, God bless the guy who outs himself to be like, "Hey, this is what I was here for," versus everyone else who just kind of patiently waits. I mean, like, if you were watching cartoons, Jared, if you're watching a sure. show and it goes to commercial break and it yeah. never comes back from commercial break, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How long before you go? What, what the fuck is going what on? What happened? Here? Yeah, I. <laughs> There's a level of honesty to it that I, I I can like it's like I didn't come here for politics. It's like he is right. <laughs> you know, like he and well, I was talking about, you know, like, you know, if you talk about like fake activism, like it is interesting when you see it's like a non-genuine activism and then they get a a, a following off of that. Yeah. And the, and then and then you're like yeah, and then they start going back to what they did before, and then their following gets mad, and they're like, "This following gets mad." It's like, no, 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 you chose to go that route, and that you you have to deal with who came to watch your show at that point. Yeah, and, and it yeah. goes both ways. Like if you've been putting up these bathing suit pictures and going, "Well, I just people like my style." Well, there's a there's now you're finding out it wasn't about style, you know, like which is funny, too, because even with the activism, I guess I'm going to probably use that to my excuse as far as if anyone feels like I could be doing more. I'm like, I'm not I'm not attractive enough. You know, I, what I mean? like I'm not. Well, enough. <laughs> or you start putting up bathing suit pictures. People are like, what the fuck? And it's like, oh, you didn't follow me because you like my style. You didn't, this wasn't. We are sponsor people. Noom. Noom. The J Turn Podcast is brought to you by Noom. Getting in shape isn't just about losing weight. It's about learning healthier habits and feeling better about yourself. Maybe it's getting into your gold jeans, having more stamina, or just treating yourself better. What if you could use one app for all that? No matter, no more hunting for training apps or workouts or calorie trackers. There is a new app called Noom, N-O-O-M, that will help you develop a healthy lifestyle for years to come. Their whole thing is about learning, not dieting. So I would say to you right now, this is the easiest decision you can make today. Download Noom. I would tell you, sign up for the trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash J-Train. What Noom does, it's a little, little, it's a little poke at your side to remember to stay on track and it's going to teach you new new lessons and this and knowledge is power that's right i'm miss frizzle now knowledge is power the more you know the better decisions you make and it's all about that and and i what i love what noom does because for me that's the thing i want i i don't want to eat lettuce for the rest of my life i do want to go to a restaurant and make the proper decision that won't leave me feeling bloated later that night, that won't leave me regretting going to the restaurant the next day or ordering the food. And that's what Noom does. It, it, it gives you an opportunity, especially with their calorie tracker. If you're writing down your foods, you're eating less just generally. That's, and you're eating better. The minute you write the, and I notice it when I go to a fast food place that have the calories up. I'm like, well, that one I'm not getting. 
They, the, they may. I go to those restaurants with the calories up, and I go, oh, I who would who would do that to themselves when I see certain things on the menu? It just eliminates it. There's no thought in my mind of like, should I get the burger or the grilled chicken? Because then I see the calories, and I'm like, what are you deciding between? You're deciding between horrible and fine. And that's the thing. That's what Noom does. It makes you a better food buyer, food eater, food. Uh, you know, it makes you more having that knowledge is just so important. And I love the app. You can get tailored lessons, log the food you eat and learn a new lifestyle, help you change your habits, develop a new relationship with food. Noom is based on psychology. The way you think about food is important. That's it. That is everything. Like, the difference between me and the next person is I eat all the fries on the plate. Noom is about trying to get you to think about those fries on the plate a little differently. So at Noom, small steps lead to big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash J-Train. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash J-Train to start your trial today. Again, that's Noom.com slash J-Train and start losing weight for good. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com let's do one more email we're here with at I'm Dave Temple Dave Temple comedy.com he's hilarious you're gonna love him go 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 watch my version of unpopular opinions that'll get you down Dave Temple River which I yeah. want to get people on so yeah, let's do let's do one more uh, email let's do Boyfriend is late. Okay, you ready? Yeah. I'm writing because I want your perspective on something I've noticed with my boyfriend. I've been together for about, we've been together for about six months. And what I've seen with our dates is that he is only on time early to the date if it requires a reservation. Most other dates or hangouts, his I'll be there at 6.30 turns into him saying he's on his way at 7. I guess this is better than getting canceled on after getting ready, but I hate sitting on the couch waiting for him to pick me up. Or getting to his place and I'm not being ready to leave uh, and, and him not being ready to leave at all. Or close to the time we decided on. For reference, he's 29 and I'm 26 and this problem isn't because he takes too long to get ready. It just takes too long to get him out the door if, he, if that makes sense. Is this a petty thing to focus on? Should I just be thankful he shows up at all? I just forward him this. I Should I just forward him this email so he gets the point? <laughs> Truly, I know this isn't a huge deal. Seeing my significant other is a privilege not everyone has right now, but I felt like others could relate. Sincerely, don't want to wear date night skinny jeans longer than I need to. So I, I <laughs> it's interesting because this is like, this is genuinely like the male problem, you know, like kind of reverse. Like this is like yeah. sitcom. My wife takes forever to get ready, but it's, it's, it's kind of the reverse of it where do you have any thoughts on this? Yes, definitely. All right. Okay. As someone who just ended a 10 year relationship, Really? And this was an issue from day one that it grew to something so big by year 10. So it was it, it, because it, ne it, it was something that she just couldn't do. So basically, I'm telling her, do not d just disengage, because if you're upset about this now, it's only going to get worse. And you cannot change, like your feeling is going to get worse. He's never going to respond to that. So 
let me ask you when in the beginning of the relation so explain your situation okay so in my situation uh my girl was what i like to refer to as horror movie gorgeous like you ever okay. watch a scary movie <laughs> and there's like someone's walking around killing people in the middle of the night and every time when they call the hot chick it doesn't matter it's like 2 30 in the morning she's just in the mirror just yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. i didn't hear anything going on like that was her, dude. Nonstop. Okay. You know what I mean? She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. But it takes some time. And I was no longer able to appreciate it as it became an inconvenience. Now, so, now did you have talks about it? Did you say yes. to her, like, and, and what? how did the talks go? Um, You know, you, it was just like, for her, it just wasn't a big deal. She would mm. just say, you know, well, like she was very good at deflecting it to, well, come on, look, it takes time mm. or, you know, whatever. Or it's not that big of a deal. It'll be fine. Dinner will be there. So it just I was the one that it was like, you know, her brushing it off is not that big of a deal. I would kind of like, what the hell is wrong with you? And once I'm getting to that point, yeah. now I'm wrong. There is no, there is no. What did she do when you're the one going? Why are you always like this? You know well, what I mean? <laughs> well, I here's the one thing about this this woman's email that I actually think is important is that when it's early to the date when you have a reservation, mm-hmm. and if there's no reservation, he doesn't care about time. This is like to me, that's a very. Um, yeah, it's a very specific trait. Like Correct. I'm, I'm the same way. If you say like, let's go out tonight, I'll be like. Uh, and then I'll be lazier. If you say to me, like, you and I had scheduled for 1230 today. I am ready to go at 1229. Yeah. I'm not, and, and I know how my life works in a 1229. I'm not sure if that's a male thing, but I think it's a human thing that just some people are like that. When they're given the expectation, they live up to that expectation. So right. I, I, I think for her... Where I, I agree with you, where it's like, don't get mad, just know this is how he is. Yeah. So I, I, I think where you go, if there's a dinner that's important to you, and he goes, let's do, it, like, if he says, let's do dinner, and you, and you go, great, make a reservation. I'm not going with you unless there's a reservation. Because yeah. I know how you act, and I don't want to be in my skinny, you can make a joke. I, I don't want to be in my skinny jeans for 30 hours. I don't have the, you know, the, you know, the, the strength to deal with that pain uh-huh. for that amount of time. But I, I think when you can say, like, I, there's a point in every relationship where you go, I, like, I'm sure you, at some point in your 10-year relationship, were, like, planning the plans around how she... Correct. And once she caught on to it, she was offended. And that's what I'm saying. Even that's, making that even making that statement of I'm not going with you unless there's a reservation because I know how you are, that puts someone on the defensive. So I, I, I think it does, but I think you can also say it in a way where you go, I know I think when you tell someone I know who you are and they won't admit to it, then they're not ready to understand who they are. Like I I you know, I eat popcorn on the couch. Like my girlfriend put down extra stain guard under the feet of where I would sit on the couch. Like, yeah. like, like and that's and, good and, on and, you and, because you, you're not offended by that at all. Right? No, because I go, but I, I, that meant I was willing to work in this relationship where I go, you know, like I, that's me not working on the relationship, but also like <laughs> being able to take the note. Like she goes, did you see where I put extra on the, on the carpet? And I was like, 
yeah, I get it. It's funny. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but see, that's a good attitude to have about it. But, I don't know. And, and maybe for her, I don't know this guy. So I don't mean to project my situation into sure. hers. But if he is able to receive criticism that way to be humorous about it, then, yeah, address it directly. But yeah. I found especially the fact that he can do it for a reservation mm-hmm. and pretty much chooses not to do it when there isn't one. You have to understand that that's something that you're going to have to deal with. And the fact that that you knowing that he can turn it on and he chooses not to, it's going to grow with you. Well, as that time goes on. But that's kind of why it's like now you're now you know how to plan the dates with this guy. Like, like understand the beast that you're taming. So you go like, okay, like if I was her, I'd be like, I'm only hanging with this dude when we have reservations. Yeah. And I would let him know, like, you know, you like to take your own, your, I I think like start at not taking it personally. I think if you start at like, he's not doing this to get you. He's not doing this to show you who's in charge. He might be, but let's start at the very, uh, innocent idea that he doesn't take a schedule seriously unless it's in his calendar because there are people like that. And mm. it, and if you start at that feeling where you empathize and you go, okay, this isn't about me. This is just how he is. Now you start making plans. And then if he says, why do we have to play schedule this so much? You go, because I've dealt with you when you <laughs> don't have a schedule. <laughs> and then he goes, what do you mean? I was like, and you go, you were late every time we didn't have a schedule, so now I'm doing schedules. And he could laugh at that, and if he doesn't laugh at that, I think that's a situation that you're talking about where it's like, oh, you're not looking to, like, become... Like, I kind of think of relationships as, like, puzzle pieces that get, like, worn, get pushed in together. At yeah. some point, your cardboard has to bend, and their cardboard has to bend, and... and if you're not letting a part of you bend a little bit, then you're not there to work to be put together with someone. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think this is like a, one of those small things. I agree with you. Like it could get way worse, and it, and obviously it did for you. I I think this can start at well, let's plan a little differently. Let's let's plan around it and and make fun of it. And no, it's not a personal thing. This is you know I'm I'm again I'll, I'll call myself out. I've never used a coaster in my entire life. Um, so then Jess, ha- every time I take a cup out, she's like, coaster, coaster, coaster. And then I was about to move out and I was like, <laughs> and I was like <laughs> but then, and then, so now I'm like trying to do the coaster, but then what she does with the coaster is she'll put stuff on top of the coaster. And I said to her, I go, don't tell me to use the coaster and then create a coaster obstacle course where now I'm doing abs exercises every time I'm trying to put a cup down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, you got to, so again, like I'm melding to her. I'm trying to use more coasters and she's got to meld to me by not putting ashtrays on top of cups, on top of everything else, on top of the coaster. So this is, and, and it's us kind of making fun of each other, but also in the, in the, in the, in the, in the vein of getting to a better place. Yeah. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. Dave Temple. You're amazing. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, no doubt. Thanks for having me, man. It's always good. Fantastic. Everyone go follow Dave at I'm Dave Temple on popular uh, opinions every Tuesday and Thursday on Instagram live. 
DaveTempleComedy.com. Go to the description of this episode and go check out my episode of Dave's show. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Also, Monday through Friday. I don't know. This is going to come out later, so I don't know if we'll be still doing the five days a week. But uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. We'll be back next episode. Boom.